everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is May 10th, 2023. All right, Dave, 24 hours ago, I was in the midst of maybe the dumbest thing I've done in my life. Well, in three days. But, I kind of like this. I like where we're starting already. But I would kind of like to rather start. We could build up to it. Yeah. What a night last night. What Crazy. a night last night. Incredible. Anybody, if you paid attention to this show for more than 10 minutes, you know that Dave has coached baseball forever. 30 years now. This is my 30th year. Wow. You're like the goddamn Gene Mock. Little League. <laughs> Dude, hold on. Little you League know Connie Mack. Today, I was telling my wife, I could, you realize when I first started, those kids are now be 48 years old? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's pretty funny. <laughs> well, I was almost their age. Yeah. And I, I've come a long way. I'll tell you, oh, fuck it, dude, that school closed down. But the first time I ever coached high school baseball, I mean, hell, I was just out of school. Yeah. The kids were such assholes. <laughs> that I literally gave the seniors my card with my phone number on it. There and you go. Said, That's really good. Hey, if you, any of you think you're man enough and want to fucking meat me for I a wish fight afterwards, beat the shit out of you. Dude, none just... of them had the ball. They should have. They should have all called. So we're fucking calling this asshole. Yeah, okay? well, yeah what's he gonna do? Up. I mean, how, you how can't, great would that have been? Dude, I couldn't beat up ten fourth graders. What makes you think I could take fucking ten yeah. high school kids? I wish they would have beat the dog yeah, shit out assholes. of you right there. I, what do you mean I'm not going to start? Even though I never come to practice, and I fucking I can stand those kids. But I've come a long way. The kids have gotten better, and I've gotten better. So. We have talked a lot. If you, if you were at the event, the Jake's Projects event. In December. In December. So fun to see everybody out there. And one of the guys that was just hanging out in the middle of the group, having fun, was Casey Schmidt. Yep. Former East Lake Titan. Exactly. Former San Diego State Aztec. Yep. And now former Cal Bear. No, no. Well, no, not Cal Bear, but, but your bear. Uh, California Bears. California Bears. Yes. All around good guy. And so fun to see him. Yeah. Somewhere I took a picture of him with my son, Jack, for the life of me. I can't find, can't what find the it fuck on your phone. I did with it. Oh, but shit. not that we won't see him again. And uh, and so Dave's talked a lot about Casey being in spring training with the Giants, yep. Julian Escobedo, our buddy with the Indians. But then, Dave, yesterday, you sent me a thing in the morning and you yeah. said Casey got called up. Yeah. Now we knew it was coming. Yeah. But there's so many parts of this story for you. The funniest thing too is just you can never stop being Diablo. <laughs> Dude, you can true. just never stop. It's, it's such a, a good thing. Yes. And then I go to Twitter. Well, you know, this guy gave me trouble as a four-year-old. Shut up, <laughs> you dick. Four-year-old, you're still holding a grudge against Dude, him. Dude, he didn't stay in his spot. He just kept knocking over fielders, trying to get the ball in the right full corner. I'm like, you're at shortstop. Do not move. Do not. All right, we'll get him in here. We'll ask him his opinion. But when you find out he's actually getting called up, no yeah. matter how much we've talked about yeah. it, prep for it, as his friend, as his coach, what was that like? Well, dude, I tell you what. He, it happened early in the morning, and he uh, at 6.20, he texts me, Coach, I made it. I got no called, way. I, I got called up. And I was with, uh, I was walking with Sean Walchef, and I go, yeah. holy shit, hold the leash. I couldn't believe it. You know, I had to start right. texting him back. And I was, one of the questions was, well, how did you find out you got right. called up? Because it's always a big deal. I love it. And look, if you know, anyone who knows Casey knows he's just a goofball. It's one of the things so that will nice. make him a great baseball player because he, he's never too serious about anything. He's just fun. He's just a fun, goofy just guy. A good dude. Good dude. But he doesn't stress out like most people do. That's why if he ever goes into a slump, which everybody does, he's not going to panic. Yeah. Just, things just roll off of him. And so he, he says to me, well, they called me, and I just put decline because I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> and I went, what? And he's and I just wrote back, of course you were. 
Yeah. And it goes, then they call back again. And I was like, ah, the credits are rolling. Maybe I'll go take the call. And the giants are like, where the fuck are you? <laughs> he said, I'm watching guardians of the galaxy. Well, we're trying to tell you to get on a plane to go to San Francisco or get your ass. In San where Francisco. was he? I think it was in Sacramento. Okay. He's playing at the river cats. Okay. And, uh, all of a sudden, man, he's there. He calls his parents, of course. And all the, all our neighbors and friends, I mean, this is a tight knit community, yeah. you know, mostly everybody. Yeah. Everyone's like, we're going two o'clock flight, uh, San Diego to San Francisco. We're going to make it. And I don't, and hats off to the Giants because I haven't gotten the details on this. I've been talking to his dad about four different times. Yeah. But the Giants got every single one of these 40 people or so passes on the field before the game. Man, that's great. And pictures and hugs and everything else. And you're going, I love that. Really cool. Yeah. Really cool that they they did that. I mean, so many high school friends that went up and I every, saw some of the guys right that, that we've seen. Yeah, you saw those maniac in their giant jerseys. Those yeah. are the biggest Padre fans in the world, I know, and they're but all last wearing, night, yeah, they're, dude, they're all if, in. If you were there, if we had the chance to go, absolutely in for a giant jersey. It's funny to me that in his debut, he's in that shitty. There's yeah, city that, connect jerseys like worse it. than the pod. I, I agree. I don't like it. But we're not, we're not going to be yeah. you know Kevin and Lamesa. Okay. <laughs> So his uh, second at bat, first at bat, he grounds out short. Okay. Second at bat, hits a home run. Now, a lot of people asked me today if you were there. We said it the other night that Dave was in Carlsbad with Rita yeah. doing a very important thing, speaking about fentanyl and the impact. Beautiful story by by Catherine Garcia yeah. and Omar Fleming. Uh, Amari Fleming, my apologies. At 39, I thought they did a really nice job, they Dave, did. of telling the story. Uh, they featured you and Rita. They featured another mother who it's impacted but so when he comes up, where are you at that point? I'm sitting in the auditorium. I just got done on stage speaking, but I have my phone on. Okay, so, so I'm you following, can watch. I'm following the Giants game on the ESPN app. So even though I have, the, you can I, watch I, it. I couldn't see that live at bats. I'm just watching, like you know, guys. Casey Schmidt up to bat one zero count. I'm why'd following you have that. The, I was so afraid of fucking up the volume. Thing. I have it. I have the connection. No, I know, but, but I got my wife next to me. Tell me, turn your phone off, and I go. Casey's up to bat. Like yeah. I, I literally said at an auditorium, "How great is it that not?" Remember, Tony. I mean, excuse me, Casey went to San Diego State. It was Tony Gwynn's birthday yesterday. Yeah, I mean, there were so many crazy things. Um, the fact that Jake and Casey were so close since four years old, and you know, he gets the call up, on, and it's the first game. It's just, it's just so Incredible. many things. I mentioned it in the auditorium, and people started cheering. You know, I thought I it was that. cool, and. Um, I sit down and I'm looking at my phone and my wife's like, turn your phone off. And I was like, no way. You know, I got to see. And then yeah. I see home run Schmidt and I text Josh, who I know is watching the game. And I go, did Casey just hit a home run? And he goes, Casey just hit a home run. Holy and and shit, I man. couldn't believe it. So I was taping the game here. Yeah. But I didn't get home till after 10 o'clock. Yeah. Run home. And of course, I'm watching everything that everybody else already caught up on and watching the families and I'm getting pictures and everything else that's going on. But it was honestly, I mean, it was one of the best days ever. Dude, it incredible, was, right? Yeah, and, and and especially on that night, especially on that night, and and because you weren't there, but Jake friend, was there. That's how I feel. Yeah, and, and Casey's been so great on always including Jake, and he does the same thing for Micah Pietla Wiggs, who passed away last year. I love was, that you mentioned Micah today on and, Channel Eight. I thought that was a big time move. Um, and we're close with Micah's family. Um, yeah, it's funny, Mike. Micah, you tell me what you think about this because I haven't I haven't decided. But Father's Day is obviously coming up in sure. June. Micah's dad wants me to do a show with him. Uh, uh, what's it like to have uh, Father's Day and lose a son? It, for sure. And I was like, you know what? I don't know how many people would listen. But, oh, they will. But he's been asking me for a few months to do this show, do a yeah. one-hour thing. And I said, I don't know, man. It's going to be tough for both of us. I mean, we might just be sitting there crying our heads off looking at each other. Yeah, I think it's good, though, man. I think it's mm -hmm. good. I think it's good for both you guys. Yeah. Therapeutic. 
Yeah. So, I mean, and, and they were up there. Micah's family went up. No, yeah, really? Both the mom and dad, oh. both the mom and dad went up and the God, dad. I love that. The dad's a, a teacher at Benita Vista. The mom's a VP at Eastlake High School, and uh, they dropped everything and, and flew up and went. So great, man. And, so great. for. Can you imagine for Casey, right? Oh, yeah. To go like, because you're probably wondering, okay, how many how many passes do I have to get? And, and maybe you're thinking, well, I know it's a short flight, but yeah. uh, maybe five or ten. And then you find out yeah. 40 people are coming to be there yeah. for you. I love that. It was insane. It what was, a tribute to this community. And, and Well, to him, to remember everybody. You know, sure. we always talk about the people, you know, you remember along the way. Here's a couple things I, w- I was thinking about with, with Casey. So when Casey was getting drafted out of San Diego State, mm-hmm. I knew he was going to be somewhere in the top three rounds is what everyone told me. Yeah. So I call him and I said, how are you doing? This is in the second round. And he says, I'm good. And I said, um, he goes, I'm, I'm thinking it might be the Dodgers. And I said, man, as much as I love the Dodgers, I don't know if that's the best place for you to be. That organization's uh, basically packed with talent. Yeah. And then the Giants take him right after we're on the phone. Hang up. Giants announced Casey Schmidt. Nice. And um, I go, dude. What round to, did he go? Second. Okay. I go. You went to a great organization. I go. That's yeah. empty. You and I talk about farm system all, all the time. time, and they're horseshit. And we're like, dude, this might be your easiest way to go. So you think, okay, Casey's now in the minors with the Giants. And then Jeff, what happens four months ago, or five months ago? Carlos Correa signs a ten-year contract oh, yeah. to play shortstop for the Giants. And yeah. you're going, well, shit, what is the plan? Does Brandon Crawford move to third? Is right. Casey now trade bait? Does he a yeah. lifelong minor leaguer? Everything that looked like it just went against him. But I thought he would have come up. I know he played short last night, but I thought yeah. the plan was always for him to play third. Yeah, okay, I'll tell you that that crazy thing, too. So he goes, he goes. Because uh, in Baseball America, yeah. they had him at third. Uh, he's always been third. Yeah. So so Carlos Correa's contract falls through. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't happen, Casey's not playing yesterday. No. That shit doesn't go on. So um, he he makes his debut, okay, at shortstop. So Dan, his father, who I coached T-ball with when he was four years old, Dan would always say, you know, Casey's a shortstop. Just like every other parent, Casey's, sure. a, Casey's a star. Casey was always a really, really good baseball player. But I wouldn't say at a young age he was the best player. Like, Jul- you know, Julian. Julian yeah. was on that team. He was the best player. Always. And um, and they're cousins, believe it or not. They're related. Oh, is that right? Yeah, kind of nuts, but they're, they're distant cousins. Anyway, so when Casey's around 13 years old, I said, I'm going to move Casey from shortstop to third base. And Dan got really upset with me. Mm. He's not a he's not a third baseman. He's a shortstop. And I go, Dan, he's not fast enough to be a shortstop. Has the arm not fast enough? And Dan goes, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about to me. And I, and I understand he's getting upset. Yeah. There's a glamour position that comes with shortstop. Sure. And... Uh, he goes, all right, we'll see. And then he goes to Eastlake High School, and uh, Eastlake puts him at third base, too. And in my head, I'm kind of laughing, like, I fucking told you. Yeah. Then he goes to college, and where does San Diego State put him? Third base. <laughs> and then here, and I'm like, the whole time, I'm like, I knew I was fucking right. Yeah. And sure enough, the fucking Giants call him up, and he plays shortstop. <laughs> and I'm waiting for his dad to say, I, told I you. fucking told you. You idiot. Okay, so here's what's kind of weird, too, about this story, too. There's a, there was a player that you see in these tournaments as, as people who have kids in tournaments now who play travel ball, high level, you see the same kind of talent guys. Like remember I told you we saw Mickey Moniak when he was ridiculous, yeah. all these kids that you kind of go, man, I wonder if that guy's a pro. Well, there was this kid, Nick Allen, who everyone used to talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. And I used to say to Dan, that kid right there, everyone talks about is going to be a pro. Well, what about Casey? He'd say to me, and I go, well, Casey has a chance. But I go, yeah. Nick Allen's the one everybody always talks about. Fuck that kid, Dan. <laughs> Jesus. He was really competitive, you know? Didn't yeah. want to th- what about my son? And I go, dude, they both might make it. But right now, Nick's the guy that gets all the publicity. Nick was always a good player. Went to, went to Francis Parker. 
You know where Nick Allen is now? No. He's the starting shortstop for the Oakland A's. Oh, right. He's marrying Brett Boone's right. daughter okay, in December. Yes. yes. So you have, I just saw him in spring training. Fuck yeah, you did. Kids a stud. So here you go. You have two kids who played against each other every yes. fucking weekend right across the bridge from each other. Dude, that starting is Starting so at the cool. same position. We were just, I mean, God damn, do I have dementia? We were just talking about Nick Allen yeah. a month ago. And I get it spring training, yeah. but I went out and watched the A's play the Rangers. Yeah. And he was all over the He was he's, great. He is a great player. But but it's so nuts so that fun to two watch. kids that yeah. faced each other almost in every tournament, every weekend for a number it's of years. It's weird, though, how often that happens, right? But the fact they're almost in the same city. You know oh, what I mean? It's too. bizarre. Yeah. It's really cool. I mean, San Diego baseball and the talent is is absolutely amazing. But I, I just find that cool as hell. And if you know Casey, Casey ends up a mean bone in his body. He's the nicest kid going. And Nick yeah. Allen's a great kid. Oh, that's Brett great. would let me know if his future son-in-law was a jerk. He's never said anything negative. He's a great kid, too. Right. But you have two kids playing the same position right across the bridge from each other, and they grew up playing against each other for years. So I see the story yesterday. Yeah. And my son Jack and I, in the spring, were bored. So we would just do ESPN fantasy baseball drafts. Yeah. So I ended up with about nine teams. <laughs> Six of those teams yeah. yesterday had Casey Schmidt in the right? third baseman. I think um, James Royal put him as draft kings. Do you see that? He did? Yeah, he goes, dude, Casey already killing it for me. It was funny as hell. My ninth place team's got finally a home run. <laughs> <laughs> but uh nah, dude, that was that was just so great. It was. Right? And yeah. and ironically, it was probably about like you said, about the time when you're talking about Jake and, and fentanyl and yeah. dude, that picture they put up tonight on channel eight of they're just little dudes. Little dudes, tiny Jake, man. Jake it's, and Casey, yeah, in their uh, Bears shirts, right? I think they're wearing just these like all star shirts. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Crashed out. Crashed out. It's Where funny is that? as hell. The picture is funny like, as shit. It's probably my old house. Yeah, yeah. Or and, Casey's house. Somebody took that picture. Running Casey's mom took yeah. the picture. I have no idea. So funny. And then him. And then I love the picture of him. I mean, great pictures. And then there's Jake Casey, who looks just like a little guy. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. Uh, and Julian. Yeah. Freaking nuts. <coughs> just awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. Just it, awesome. When it, did they come down here? It, well, we just missed them because of, obviously, the games that were in Mexico City. Where oh, that's San Diego right. Padre home games. They don't come back till I think, August 31st. God. So, I think that, it's funny, man. All my buddies are sending me today. Dude, tomorrow, because they're in Arizona tomorrow. Let's go yeah. to Arizona tomorrow. Yeah. And I got, I got shit going on. I can't go. And so, uh, but everyone's like, let's go. And I said, well, dude, he's not going to fizzle out. We're going to get a chance yeah. to... To see him, but yeah, he's in Arizona this weekend. And here, here's what I asked my wife. I'll, I'll ask you what you would do in this situation. Mm-hmm. Let's say it was, let's say Jack gets called up, okay? Yeah. And you go and you, you're joining the moment, the whole deal. But now you have to go, okay, he's now a member of, let's say, the San Francisco Giants, Jack is. Yeah. You aren't just going home. You now have to help your kid get a place to live. Oh, right? yeah. You, you know what I mean? Well, I think the Giants, though, there was just a great, what did I just see? I think The Athletic wrote an article about how this works for players. Okay, how does it work? I'm curious. And and I think they were writing about the NHL, but they have they have a whole... And I guarantee Staff the, that helps you find, get yeah, settled. Get you squared away. You're in a hotel for probably a month. Yeah. And then, and especially, not just specific to Casey, but it's the yeah. same thing here with Brett Sullivan or, or anybody else yeah. that comes up and you don't know... Is he going to be here for a week, yeah. a month, or whatever? So right now, they're probably just putting him up downtown hotel, yep. right? 
I'm it's funny. We've been there. I don't like at yeah. at Petco. You can put them up anywhere, right? Yeah, you probably just put them up the in the Omni. Omni. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know, but yeah, usually they put them up, and then if he gets settled in, and they kind of get the thumbs up from the front office, then they go, okay, we'll get you an apartment. But remember, there were guys. I mean, I remember guys with the Chargers that came here, and and the team put them up in the hotel. It would be all during training camp. Yeah, and the shitty motels. Yeah, like yeah, down the street. Yeah, like the Jersey Holiday Mike's Inn. was. Yeah, yeah. That place isn't bad. No, but I'm just saying you're yeah. you're you know not a big time athlete. Yeah, it's not five star motel on the seventy eight. Yeah, featuring you know twenty seven inch <laughs> color TV. But uh, yeah, so he's probably just in a hotel yeah. for now. But what's funny is, like, what you have to ask him is, okay, where were you in Sacramento? Like, what'd you have in Sacramento? Okay, were you rooming well, with like three guys? That's funny you say that. Now this is now I know that minor leagues just got a union. Now Casey yeah. Casey signed for pretty good money. Like he already bought a house in Scottsdale. You know oh, what I mean? Nice. Like he's he's not a dumb kid and he's smart with his money, so he could afford to live by himself in Sacramento. Oh, but good. the minor leagues they don't do that. Doesn't matter how much money you fucking have, they still yeah. want you to live with like five guys. Yeah. So hey, you're gonna be uncomfortable even though you can afford not to be uncomfortable in the minors. Yeah, building that unity, right? <sighs> Dude, it, it kind of it kind of sucks. I had KC in here in the winter, and he he didn't complain at all. He's just not nah. that kid. But dude, I would have. I was like, dude, I got two million dollars. I'm in sure the fucking everybody's bank. like, wait, Dave complained. Yeah. Come on, I got to live Stop with these, it. these four assholes. I'm yeah. going to the show one day. Fuck these guys. Yeah, get out. Of here. <laughs> but no, he didn't complain about it. No. But yeah, no, it's night and day minor league stuff compared to you know all. I mean, dude, minimum wage is seven hundred thousand dollars. For those guys, yeah, for yeah, yeah. for Casey now. It's I mean, uh, but I've who's never heard the him baby? once say everybody's okay. So, so it's funny. Casey's brother Nick just had a baby in January. I love that and, the baby's up there. I know, and so Nick's not a sports guy at all, and uh, Nick's a fireman actually here in San oh, Diego, nice. about twenty nine years old, and had his first kid, and that was the baby was Dan and Tina's, which Casey's parents' grandkid. That's what, yeah. that's where the baby is. And uh, Kuiper and Kruko. I mean, Dwayne Kuiper. Yeah. Try not to jinx him. You know how many people wrote me, by the way? And I've, you and I have talked about this, whether on there or off there. How much, it sounds like Mark Grant's on that broadcast. I got written all day. Kruko. Kruko. Last, yeah. last night. Yeah, Mud Mark Grant's act. doing the Giants game? And I go, no, he's not doing the Why Giants game. How do you do the Giants game? I'm just telling you. I got that at God, least 12 times it. last night. Yeah, he was in Minneapolis, and Jesus. then he caught the late flight. He caught I'm the, just telling you what uneducated people tell me. God, so stupid. <laughs> I'm sick of Mark Grant, too. I'm going to tell you that He's right sick, now. He's sick of him. Dude, this guy, I swear to God, I laughed. I, Dude, I don't know when I've laughed because of that idiot. And I wish he would let me post the picture. He won't. So he's in Minneapolis on Monday, right? Days yeah. run into each other. So they get there Monday. So my phone buzzes at like 2 o'clock. It's a message from Mud. Hey, it looks like the Viking fans... Pretty fired up about the upcoming season. Bike <laughs> fans pretty fired up about the upcoming season. And next thing you know, you can see a picture's coming. I go, oh, shit. Here we go. So it's a picture of mud in the foreground with this typical mud smirk. And right next to him, dude, it's like, it's literally like 11 o'clock in San Diego. So it's like one third, yeah. one o'clock in Minneapolis. It's a guy in a Viking sweatshirt and a Viking hat. Absolutely passed out cold in the booth at the restaurant. <laughs> Pass. He's like, his chin's kind of in his chest. Love it. 
And I was like, because all, all Mud and I have done for 25 years is yeah. just the Bears suck, the White Sox suck, the Cubs suck, the Blackhawks suck, yeah. right? Screw you, the Vikings suck. And, dude, he buried me. And I told him, I go, I cannot breathe at work. This guy, it's 1 o'clock in the yeah, afternoon on a Monday, Dave. The guy's got a Viking hat and a Viking hoodie on. Yeah. And he's passed out cold. You know, it looks like Vikes fans pretty excited <laughs> about the upcoming season. I go, you son of a bitch. Oh, I my go, God. This is great. But I can't post it. Uh, By the way, real quick, um, speaking of friends of ours. Mm-hmm. A friend of ours called me today and said after 35 years, he's retiring, getting out. This is his last month. Two Mark Larson? Todd Villalobos. No. Yeah, he's retiring. No. Yeah, he, he nicest phone call going. Said, yeah. I can't thank you, you and Jeff enough. That's my guy, man. And um, he goes, now that I have a little bit more time and our schedules never meet up, maybe I'll come down and hang out with you guys and just, just be able to check dude. in. I said, dude, you're always welcome. Dude, man. that's so funny because I got a message the other day yeah. from uh, Kraska. Okay, so let's explain who Todd Villalobos is. Todd Villalobos, so when you, uh, I was the sports radio producer at KFMB. Yeah. So I got there in March of 95. So that's, God, he'd been there that long? Because, Said 35 years. Yeah, so I was radio. Yeah. But I, for a long time, produced for Hank, yep. who did the 11 o'clock sports. Then I worked on Ted's show. Ted did 5 and 6.30. Yeah. And Todd was the TV producer. And we hit it off almost immediately. Yeah. And have been, and then Dave came in. Same thing, right? Yeah. You meet, you meet Todd, and uh, we just call him Lobo forever. And, uh, dude, we, we, like, it's funny, man. Like, the Super Bowl, the John Elway Super Bowl, the yep. spiral. I watched that at Lobo's house. Oh, wow. Like, I've been to three. I didn't go to any of the ones in San Diego. But it's just, man, that's interesting. Because yeah. that building, changing people. And, it's like who he's worked with. I mean, he said it started with Ted and, and Hank. Yeah. You know, it turned into Kraska. They became very good friends. Yeah, John Howard and yeah. he are big yeah. buddies. Yeah. Dude, he's great. And so, yeah, uh, old school. Two more weeks. He said he tried to retire in March. They wouldn't let him. They asked him to hang out longer. Really? And then he says, you know what, I'm, I'm done. I just don't want to do it anymore. I've, I want to see the world, he said. I want to travel. Yeah, you and I have said it in, like, today. I go, well, I'll tell you the story, but this morning I run into our old pal, Brian Wilson. Yeah. People remember B-Dub and, uh, and our friend Jimmy Sheen. And Jimmy Sheen, I love the behind-the-scenes people because they really are the backbone for both TV and radio, and, yeah. and they never, rarely, if ever, are behind a microphone. In 2012, Dave and I go, and we're doing mornings at 1090. Now, the way I remember it, you tell me, I feel like it had been a while since we'd been part of a flagship. Oh, yeah. So the Padres, that Bud Black team, they were shit. Yeah, they were. And Bud knew they were shit. Well, Dave just did it perfectly. Because when you're part of that, when the Chargers were 1-15, yeah. and we were trying to figure everything out, our program director, Dave Sniff, said, look, man, every night... You're on here telling everybody how this team sucks. Okay? They're part of our family, Jeff. All right? So can you try it this way? I was like, all right, let me hear it. Instead of you just, instead of you just every night, this team sucks. 
Oh man, we doing? Can you just once? Can you just once say if you talk to Junior, I bet he'd be the first guy to say, "Hey, we're not playing our best." And I said, "You know what, Stiffer makes perfect sense. It's yes. good. It's great." He put, was right. Put your thoughts in the words of someone else. Right. Yeah. You just did it perfectly. If you talked to Bud Black, Bud knew they weren't playing well. That's not what Dave and I did. But this team stinks. Poor Dave Sniff. I lost everything he told me just a few years earlier. God, this team sucks. I can't believe it. Who the fuck it. is Alexia Marista? Who is that little shrimp? Did he win a contest with Jagger and Christy? And, uh, and Jimmy Sheen, God bless him. San Diego radio icon comes in. He opens the door to the studio. <laughs> David, I, Jimmy. He just pauses for a second. He goes, Hey guys, I still have to try to sell this shit. Okay. Can you help me out here? <laughs> Holy shit. Dave, I told him today. Yeah. I go, Jimmy, I hope I apologize to you in the moment. But I go, whatever it is, 10 years later, it still bugs the shit out of me that I let you down. And he laughed his ass off. Of course, I'm not telling that team yeah. now when they're winning. But uh, That's so funny. To see Brian Wilson, who was with us in those KFMB days, yeah, it was so much fun. It was. You want to hear about my night? Yeah, I do. What happened to you? So, uh, yeah, I worked last night. Part of me thinking about, hey, you know, I think Dave's down at the library. Yep. How far is that from you? Not too far. Um, five minutes. Okay. Right now in El Camino. Yep. And I go, you know, I think I'm going to, think I'm just going to take a uh, drive down. Just going to kind of sneak into the back of the room, but just show support for what's going on. So I get in the car and uh, air pressure is on. I Low hate that. Everyone hates that when they see that light. Because you go, well, fuck. Am I going to go 10 feet? My tire's going to blow out. Be like AJ Foyt, just spinning out of control. So uh, I'm on the phone, talking to a friend of mine, and I go, uh, I gotta, I gotta get to the gas station. Yeah, get air. So I circle over Dave because we're over. I don't know if anybody knows Carlsbad, but we're inland. Yeah. So we're at El Camino Real and, and Palomar Airport. I kind of get all the way down to Poinsettia and the five. Can you tell which tire's low? Or did yeah. your car tell you which yeah, tire? Yeah, my low? car told me exactly. Okay. Rear, rear right. Okay. And uh, so now I get to the Shell station and take out my wallet, my credit card, because you got to pay two bucks for air. Shut the fuck up. I know. But hey, desperate times, man. Let's go. Pay it. So I pay the two bucks. I feel it, but it's weird because your tire feels pretty good, and I'm and I can actually read the gauge as it's popping yeah. out. I'm like, dude, I think this is supposed to be like 32, 33, and now yeah. I'm at 36. I go, well, fuck it, I'm not going any further. So you, know you can kill yourself if you fucking put too much. I know. Yeah. Can you seriously. imagine that's the way it killed me? A bicycle tire will knock you out. A car tire will kill you. Can you imagine? That'd be a terrible way to go. You're Maybe sitting you're, here with Costa tonight? Dude, literally would say he is the, must be the dumbest guy that was on the planet. Yeah, that's the way that yeah. show should go. <laughs> the dumbest guy on the planet died last night. Let's talk about him. <laughs> He's dead. There's just flowers by the air machine. <laughs> Across like they always do when someone gets hit. It's fucking 
outline of me fucking blown up like Wiley e. Coyote. Well, I was like when the guys get knocked out in those videos we watch, yeah. where their arm is like behind them. Yeah. Like, how the fuck does that happen? Your arm, you're laying on the back of your arm. So, uh, so now I'm watching it and I call my sons because I'm supposed to go out with my sons. Yeah. So I said, hey, look, um, I'm going to grab my laundry because my dryer's fucked up. What are you going to get this fixed? I know. It's been three months, of Christ's sake. So I said, I'm going to grab my laundry. Just went for summertime so you can put it outside. <laughs> yeah. Clothesline, you asshole. So I said, let me run by the house. Fucking color purple over here. Yeah. <laughs> me and Danny Glover. <laughs> and uh, I go, let me run and grab my laundry, and then I'll come out. We'll run around for a little bit. And I go, just come hang at the laundromat with me. They're like, great. How fun. <laughs> oh, good. It's pretty good crossword puzzle. Yeah. So I go. Now I'm back on the phone. Friend of mine in Toronto, we're talking. I get to the house and I go, look, give me two minutes. I gotta run in, grab my laundry. I'll be right back down. Then I'm heading to Jack and Cade's. I'll call you back. So I run upstairs, quick change it, like Clark Kent, right? Yeah. Throw a pair of sweats on. Everything goes into the laundry basket. Down I go, out to Jack and Cade's. Still on the phone talking. So now I've gone from Carlsbad to PB to La Mesa. And the light hasn't come on. No, it's good. We're holding at 36. Okay. So I go get Jack and Kate. I go, hey, want to run over here, grab something, eat quick? They go, yeah. We run over, and I go, fuck. I don't have my wallet. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Is it in the laundry basket? Because it's in the clothes you're wearing? Do I, do that's what I said. I go, okay, we're okay. Just right here in the laundry basket. Not the laundry basket. <laughs> oh, I'm checking. It's like when you were a kid trying to find the 3D card in this in the cornflakes, right? <laughs> Fucking shaking edge, edge, edge. Where the fuck is it? Ozzy Smith, where are you? Right. And now I'm watching my two dumb kids because they're walking in and they're going to order and oh, I don't sure. have a wallet. Yeah. I'm like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> People around me are going to be doing dishes. Yeah, I'm like, dude, fuck out of there. You guys want to do dishes and then laundry? So <laughs> I literally have no shame. I'm in the parking lot yeah. in La Mesa of this restaurant. And I fucking whoop. There goes the clothes basket. I fucking tip it. So it's T-shirts, boxers, everything. On the, I'm just, on, in the parking lot? Yeah, I'm just fucking scurrying. Tent city. Tent city. Todd Gloria had me written up. <laughs> and uh so thing is you know i i i think you guys are right when you when you tell me you're a relatively patient person i appreciate when no guys said it ever, said ever in their life ever. So how, much now, cuss, how much cussing's going on a lot okay but the funny thing was right before i had left i'm talking to their mom yeah just joking back and forth and she makes a joke about something. And I said, you know what? You feel pretty dumb on Sunday when you see the Mother's Day present I got you. And then I flicked her right on the tip of the nose. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yes. And she died laughing. Okay, good. What the hell was that? I go, I don't know. It was just <laughs> wide open. I had to do it. So now she's chasing me. My kids are dying. She's like, I'm going to flick you right in the eye. <laughs> right in the eye. There's a big damn difference. <laughs> yeah. So I call her and I go, hey, did I just leave my wallet there? 
First thing out of her mouth. Well, that's karma for flicking me. God, I don't need this now. Look for the wallet. Yeah, I'm going to La Mesa or going to PB. That's what I need to know. Right. She goes, no. She goes, where were you? I go, I was just right there. It'd either be on the counter. I go, it's not like I hung out. She goes, oh, shit. No, it's not here. She goes, she goes, I hate doing this, but you get the game. When's the last time you actually had it? I said, in Carlsbad. When oh I got, oh when I got oh uh, air. Oh, my God. She goes, oh, dang. She goes, call the gas station. Call the gas station. See if somebody turned it in. I go, okay. I go, shit. You weren't thinking it's like on the dresser in PB? Well, that's what I'm thinking. But I, I so I now I call the gas station yeah. in Carlsbad, 42 miles away. Do, do, do. Number you call is not in service. Fuck me. Fuck. So Jack and Kate, I go, dudes, I'm so sorry. I got to drop you. I don't know where my wallet is. I go, now I got to go back to PB. So I leave La Mesa. I go back to PB, man. I am checking everything. It is nowhere to be found. Fuck. Don't tell me you put it on the top of the roof of your car and drove off in Carlsbad. Remember? Like I did three months ago. <laughs> so you remember, remember. <laughs> so now the one thing that I had done was I have two credit cards. Yeah. By the way, uh, I had two. And one of them yesterday morning, for whatever reason... I had happened to take out of my wallet and tuck with my passport. Cause I'm like, okay, that's just going to be my travel card. Okay. And I'll use the, uh, the American airlines card. So I'm, oh, man, I am looking everywhere. I go, fuck, it's not here. Oh shit. I go, what the fuck? And I had been on the phone. And since I have the attention span of a fucking fly. So, uh, my ex calls me. She goes, Hey, did you find MPB? I go, no, I got to drive to fucking Carlsbad. And I go, plus these assholes, they're in La Costa. How do you not pay your phone bill, you fucking dicks? <laughs> and uh, so I'm driving right back to Carlsbad. Here we go. Fuck. 7.30 at night. And I'm like, here we go, right? Del Mar. Yeah. Down the strip. And Tanita's, yeah. So I call American Airlines. And they're like, okay, we'll put a lock on your card. And then I said, hey, just, uh, I said, I signed up for this card because they told me, yep. Dan Williams, they said on the flight, all I need to do is make one purchase and I'm getting 50,000 miles. And I go, but I'm not seeing anything. She goes, hang on, let me look. She goes, uh, oh yeah, you got them. She goes, give it a billing cycle or two, they'll kick in. But she goes, no, you're done, you qualified. So I'm like, oh, cool. fuck, okay, there's good news I needed. So now I get off on poinsettia and i swear dave everybody gets this right whenever you're trying to get somewhere for whatever sense of urgency you can fill in the blank of course every light turns red of course never fucking happens when you drop your cell phone on the floor near your brakes and you look down for a red light to get your fucking phone exactly yeah and uh <laughs> so now hour and 27 minutes after this started i pull right back in there's a guy parked in front of the air, and uh, yeah, fuck, I could say to this guy, hey, did you find my wallet? <laughs> I got shit. Like, All right, so I get out, and uh, I start doing the walk of shame Yeah. to go in to see, and I, I pat my pocket. I go, oh, fuck, I didn't grab my key. 
So I turn around. Jesus, what the fuck's going on with you? I know. I turn around. I open up my car and I'm grabbing my key and I look. Your wallet's right there. It fucking jammed between the seat and the center device. Dude, it's good. It's a good, better news than you wondering what the fuck were they doing with my wallet while it was at the gas station. Yeah. So I'm like, holy shit. Holy shit. So now. You have to call the credit card company and say, hey, take that lock off. Yeah, they were great. They were great. They and, laugh uh, at you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was laughing. I, dude, I'm open season. I had no problem at all. Everybody could laugh. Everybody could laugh. I just drove so, an extra fucking yeah, 9,000 miles. 9, miles. <laughs> so they're all like, well, what are you going to do? I go, well, fuck. I guess I'll go do my laundry. So I get off on Encinitas Boulevard. Are you going to do the laundry up in Encinitas? Yeah. Now? I'm like, all right. Well, I'm already up yeah. here. <clears throat> dude, I'm telling you. People watching in the laundromat, Dave, is unbelievable. It is. And this laundromat on Encinitas Boulevard. So I go in, and for me, like when I go in there, it's always been the case. I just, I go over to the side, and then I just watch the I whole room. Okay, honestly, God, I have not been in a laundromat since 2016. Okay. Because I had a, went and washed, like, my comforter. Yeah. I was like, I'm fuck so, it, I'm, I'm not going to break my washer. I'm going to take it to a laundromat. They have those big-ass washes. Yeah, I'm so impatient. I just love the fact I'll spend the 25 bucks I just love the fact that I got everything going at one time and everything's dry at you, one time you and like, I can fold yeah. it and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right? How long does it take? Uh, hour and hour and 20. Okay, not too bad. And, no. you're, and you're a reader. Imagine you yeah. have a book. Yeah. Okay. You know, you know me probably reading the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, of course. What? So uh, <laughs> I get in and I get my, oh. So... What my, I really, my question was, do you have to pay with quarters? Or are those days ridiculous? It's, just, it's a brilliant question. Okay. This is why you're the journalist you are. That's what I thought. So I'm looking around. Hey, do they take credit card? Yeah. The one that's actually unlocked. <laughs> and it says, I have to buy the in-house card. Yeah. And then load it with cash. Okay. So you can imagine me with this system. Trying to get this going. Remember our friend Frenchie at the Paris? Oh, yeah. That's right. It's about where I'm at. Okay. About to lose my shit again. But I get it. I load it up. We're good. So, wash is going. So, now I start checking out the room. Right? Let me see what's going on in this place. So, the one guy in there, I think he's got like a, I'm not lying. He's got like a Doobie Brothers t-shirt on. Older right. guy. Yeah. Super nice. Jet black toupee. Like oh jet, really? jet black. You don't see too many guys with a toupee. No. And uh, maybe in a hair club for men, right? Hey, this stays on in the pool. <laughs> the guy jumping in the pool. It's the thing. It. It's, yeah. it's like where it's brushed down in front. Yeah. It's trying to look natural. Like, yeah. hey, you know. Yeah. I'm just gonna, and you're like, dude, I can see the seam. Yeah, the like, back's sticking up. Yeah, yeah. The red is coming out of the back. And, <laughs> and the mustache is jet black. Yeah. I'm like, oh, come on, brother. Let's get a little blend work in here. So he's there, and he's on the phone, and he's telling everybody about the deals that he's making. And look, I don't know, man. If I'm going to clear 25 grand, I'm like, oh, fuck. So I'm like, well, who is he playing to? So then I look over to the left, and there's a woman, probably in her 50s, okay. really attractive, like um, in a natural way, right? No makeup nails just yeah and you know i mean she's beautiful now so up in encinitas 25 30s 40s i'm not that asshole don lemon she's in her prime today 
But I know she's been in her prime. Yes. Probably from 16 to today. But I look at her and you can tell she's saying to herself, fuck am I doing here? Yeah. Why am I not at the Poseidon having a goddamn mule in a copper mug? The fuck am I doing in this laundromat, right? So I'm kind of watching that. So now Toupee kind of positions himself over by her. Got it. So I'm texting this friend of mine. I'm like, okay, I'm watching this all play out. So clothes get out of the wash. Now I got to go to the dryer. And I got to use this fucking card. I put this fucking card in and I hit it for five minutes. And there's no way for me to figure out how do I get this fucking thing up to 20 minutes? I got jeans and shit. Yeah, come on. I can't. Dave, I'm overmatched. It's only a five-minute window start. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to tell you this. I grew up in that fucking town, okay? Yes. I was so fucking judged by the people in the laundromat. Just that you're a dipshit. 100%. Because like, look at this asshole. Look at him over here in his five-minute intervals. So I'm trying to play it off like, hey, I'm just checking. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. I don't know, I don't know, what, know what I'm doing. doing. And they knew it. Yeah, of course. Like, hey, asshole, take that shit to Lucadia, okay? You don't belong here. Like, I do belong here. I lived right there, you fucking assholes. Before you moved down here from Poway, you fucking dirtballs. So now I'm texting this friend of mine. I don't like it. I'm being judged because I don't know how to fucking add 10 minutes onto the machine. Oh, my God. So now everything's done, Dave, and I start folding it. And I look up, and now we have a new couple. We have a guy who's got tattoos on the neck, full okay. color tattoos on the neck. And he's got a big old, this is 100% all true. None of this, if we could check the tapes, you would see I'm not lying. They're all yeah. there. And he's got this silver ring in his nose. Oh, boy. And uh, I'm pretty sure that's what Tyler had. That's why Laura said that's what, yeah. that's why I wanted to hang out with Tyler, because he had that big silver ring in his nose. Like a bull. Nice. And his girlfriend... Looks like she probably spent one too many nights on the end bar stool where she was sitting down there and guys are buying her blackberry brandy, sliding a pack of Paul Malls down there, and then boom, life caught up with her. Yeah. The so wall. I'm, oh, the wall. The great wall of Encinitas hit her, picked her up and hit her again. I was like, shit, <laughs> that girl's got some miles on her. And she's with this dude all neck tattooed. So, Dave, I'm just folding. Now it's like 10 o'clock. I just want to get the fuck out of no there. No shit. And I hear the guy say this to her, the tattoo guy. Hey, this ain't about love, okay? I didn't come in here to make fucking friends at the laundromat. I go, what the fuck is going on with these two fucking crackheads? <laughs> so, that was the last thing I heard. I texted my friend in Toronto. I go, I got to get the fuck out of here. It's America's sweethearts. What should you take? America's sweethearts are fighting in the Antonia's laundromat. <laughs> I'm being judged by all these fuckers that know how to add 15 minutes. I don't know how to do it. But that's what you said to her. Hey, this ain't about love. I'm not in this fucking laundromat to make friends. I was like, who the fuck is other than the toupee guy? <laughs> you should have yelled that out. Who the fuck is? So then, so I get home. Yeah. 
Tires maintained at 36 the whole time. So I go, Are you right. freaking out that one's at 36 and the other ones are at 32? Uh, the other ones are at 38. Jesus, what the fuck's going on? I know, there? right? Now I get up this morning, I'm ready to go to work, and that fucking rear right is back at uh, 31. Yeah. So I spend the money uh, morning at discount. But Good for you. Is it? Well, no, yeah. To me, I don't know. I always panic if there's something wrong with one of my cars. Yeah, they found it. Nail. Yeah. Patched it. We're good. But driving through construction sites? I, I don't know. Our office is not far from the Carlsbad dump. Yeah. And so people are always U-turning by our building and shit yeah. flying around. And one time I had a, I swear to God, in my tire, it looked like the metal thing that you use to turn the water on for your dryer. Yeah. Or for your dryer. For your washing machine. I you talking about, yeah. It was like that in my in my tire. Like, where the fuck did I just drive through here? Um, but yeah, dude, if you ever get a chance, man, if you live in North County, that yep. place right by Peabody's on uh, NCS Boulevard, that's where all the shit's going down. But, Where's that? But thankfully, I found my wallet after all that. So I, I they, still have. Just, it I just right want to point out. Oh, that's nice. I just want to point out the crackhead with the tattoos on the neck. Yeah, he's not. It's not about love. Yeah, but he figured out how to not do five minute intervals. Yeah, that well, was I wasn't there you. when they got to the dryer. Jesus Christ. And there's no one there to help you out? There's no one like manager? There was no... Dave, listen. I'm an international diplomat. I'm an award-winning... We never won any awards. <laughs> Journalist. We did win an award. Did we? Yeah, I think we, we got honorable mention. We got a, No, we won an air award once for best show in San Diego. Goddamn right we did. We I think did. I have that somewhere. That class one. Remember? Oh, that was cool. Yeah, that was true. And then... Uh, I still have mine. Yeah, no, I... It, I could not stoop. I mean, the hot lady, she was so mad. Yeah. She probably would have told me. But I was like, I can't talk to her. Two-pay guy, I couldn't talk to him. Yeah. I was just like, ah, fuck it. I was just so, I had just thrown in the towel at that point. I was just like, I'm just going to do five-minute intervals. Sitting there, I got three different dryers working. Just fuck it. It's like, it'd be one thing if it was one yeah. dryer. Yeah. I got to do it three different times. Four different times each. Twelve fucking times I got to walk that lap. Like an asshole. How much did that cost you? Enough to buy your own new dryer? Yeah, probably. Jesus Christ. Time it was all done. Hey, oh, you just mentioned. How, how, long you, how often are you doing laundry? Once a week? Once every two weeks? How, how yeah, like every 10 days. Okay. Fuck, dude. How much money are you spending on this shit? Go get a new dryer. Oh, no. I got to get that shit Dryers fixed. can't be that expensive, nah. are they? Um, I figured something out, and I'm going to out this because I'm fucking sick of it. Good. The one thing you talked about. Want to circle back to the Padre game that we talked about the other night, yeah. the, the Sunday game, the the one that we were talking about with Elston. Okay. The one thing we didn't talk about the other night, just one final thing on this from a baseball standpoint, is we saw a situation where a ball hit Juan Soto right in the glove. Yep. And he dropped it. Yep. And the initial call was a hit. Yeah. And we've seen that a lot this year. I hate it. And I figured out. Who the official scorer was. I think it was, let me guess. Mm -hmm. It was Maffey, wasn't it? It is. Yeah. It's Sean Maffey. And Maffey knows baseball too. Dude, fuck Maffey. Honest oh to God. John Maffey is the guy, Dave, that did not vote for Yasiel Puig yeah. as rookie of the year. Yeah. And instead gave his third place vote to Jed Jerko. Yeah. Because he didn't like Puig's attitude. Dude, at that point, you're done. Your fucking credentials should be pulled it's embarrassing. 
I also could say fuck you to John Maffey because 20 years ago he misquoted me in that shitty North County Times when he wrote his ridiculous TV radio column. They literally thought because he owned a TV and radio, he knew anything about it, which he didn't. And the thing that he's doing there yeah. is trying to avoid hurting feelings. Yeah. He should not be keeping score at a Major League Baseball game. It's embarrassing. Yeah. And he eventually changed it back. How long did it take him to change it back? Uh, two innings. So here, real quick, I want to point this out for people that don't understand what you're even saying. You might give a hit there, but there is another player punished for that. It's the pitcher. Joe Musgrove. Yeah, it's the pitcher who gets punished for it. Yeah. Now, Joe Musgrove made a good enough pitch that it should be an out. So yeah. why punish Joe Musgrove? Basically, you're choosing your poison. Yeah. That I'd rather piss off Joe Musgrove than Juan Soto. You're afraid of Juan Soto? Yeah. Yeah, that shit drives me crazy. I can't stand it. And the thing is, if you were to ask, I, my guess, you ask Juan Soto, you ask Mookie Betts in the first inning when he hit a ball, hit him in the glove too, and they call that a double. Yeah. Dude, that's an error. Mookie Betts is a gold glove outfielder. He will tell you, I should have caught that ball 100 out of 100 times. It's the one time, Dave, where you don't have to ask the player. Where yeah, you can fucking you look at it and go, we don't need confirmation. We don't need yeah. Juan Soto's permission yeah. to say that's an error. We've seen it numerous times. I don't know every time that it's fee. Yeah. But it's not It's not him every time. But he's one of the official scores. But they're pretty consistent. Yes. I mean, if things are the way they've been in the past, it used to be Billy Z or Denny yeah. Smythe or any yeah. of those guys right. that were doing it. It always favors the Padres. I, I can't stand that. Yeah, I, I can't anything either. you say about minor league, right? Forget about putting the, the Kershaw meme up. Yeah. When you're really talking about being minor league at a different level is yeah. when you got a fucking dickhead like that making the thumbs up or thumbs down because you don't want to get a phone call from Manny Machado. An air is an air. One yeah. Soto, and I get, Willie changed it two innings later because he was yeah. getting his fucking tiny little nuts roasted. True. That's the kind of shit <laughs> that drives me up the wall. And he's a fucking dipshit anyways. I'm sorry, dude. I, I tried to be nice to that guy forever. He's a fucking dickhead. Uh, right? He's always been nice to me. I'm not oh, has he? Say. Yes. Well, if they have North County Time archives on. I've never... I've never been accused of trying to get dead fired. Dude, for people that Remember don't that? know. Holy fuck. That's the most upset I think I've ever seen you. I was ready to fucking kill that you, guy. You were. Yeah, and I understood. I mean, Ted's wearing the crown. This you is said, a, you best said, let's get rid of the king. It was. In the paper. <laughs> If people remember, <laughs> Channel 8. We just talked about Channel 8. Yes. It was not Todd Villalobos. Different producer, won't mention his name, good guy, nobody knows his name, no reason to, takes a phone call at Channel 8 by somebody that claimed to be Billy Devaney. Yeah. Remember that? I do. Remember the whole and, thing. And they said, uh, hey, we're just calling to let you know, Mike Riley's been fired. So Ted goes on the air. Hey, where's the NBA game? They're getting their asses kicked. Well, hold on. Let me see the pods real quick. I haven't, I haven't seen uh, I've seen the highlights of the pod again. Just hold on. All right. So Go Ted ahead. yeah, goes on the air. I think it's like 6.30. Goes on the air and says, hey, we just got a call from the Chargers yeah. that Mike Riley's been fired. Dave and I are at Sports City Cafe in La Jolla where the old Tower Records, AMC movie theater is still there. And we're five minutes away from doing the Mike Riley show. Yep. Now, Riles, if people came out, Riles used to come out and join us, but there were a lot of nights that he would do it on the phone. This particular night, he's doing it on the phone. Yeah. 
So you and I are like, what the fuck? Did Roz just get blown out? So I don't, I can't remember, Horton or whoever is back there. We're scrambling because we're like, we don't have anything else planned. Exactly. We're doing a Mike Riley tribute show in five minutes. <laughs> so we get a hold of Riley. He's in his office. And we're talking to him off the air. We go, did you get blown out? He goes, no. I call Billy. I go, Riley get blown out? He goes, no. I go, they just fucking said you called Channel 8. Channel 8 just got catfished. Yeah. Billy's like, no, not going anywhere. So Mike comes on the show. And if you remember, Dave, we're like, lock your door. <laughs> lock your door until this segment's over. Like, what are they going to do? They're going to yeah. physically come in and throw them out? That's how stupid I was. <laughs> so now, <laughs> Riley does his show with us. And John Maffey, Daffy Maffey, calls me and says, hey, you're down there at KFMB. What happened? And I said, John, I wasn't there. I'm at Sports City Cafe. I've been at Sports City Cafe in La Jolla the whole night. I said, uh, give those guys a call. Give the producer a call yeah. and figure out. So I called the producer and I go, what the fuck happened? Well, that was Billy Devaney. I go, dude. Billy Devaney's a good buddy of mine. Did he sound like a guy from Jersey in an attitude? Not really, but it was Billy Devaney. I go, you got fucked, stupid. You fell for it. You got fucked. So, Jesus. Daffy Maffey, again, TV radio columnist, says to me, what happened? I said, I wasn't there. Talk to Channel 8. Two days later, Daffy's column comes out with a quote from me. Yeah. That said, you know, at Channel 8, they need to be better. Yes. So now I got to go in and do sports with Ted. That's funny. That sounds like something you would actually say. That somebody has to be better. Uh, Jeff. <laughs> fuck is this? Is that where you said it? Yeah. And Jeff, what the fuck? Uh, Jeff. Fuck is this? Uh, fuck is what? He shows it to me, and that's why I lost my shit. Yeah. And I go, Ted. I'm at Sports City. I didn't say shit. You know, this asshole. Duh. You sure? Fuck. <laughs> you sure you didn't say shit? But so then I called John. And I go, hey, asshole. Fuck happened here. Yeah. You just fucked me. Yeah, you did. No retraction ever. Nothing. So fuck that guy, dude. I own a radio. I must like know. like 22 it. years ago. Yeah? You're so pissed. Yeah, it might be. You don't think I have the right to be pissed? No, I feel like I'm talking to my mom. Could have been impacted. My friendship with Ted. Good thing I mended fences. Ted wouldn't have sent me a free book. What are we doing? Can I watch a basketball game? God dang it. Fuck. God. Huh? Dude, you want to watch F1 highlights too? What your clothes, dude? It's a public fucking laundry man. I know. Jesus Christ. Probably. We got our asses kicked. Oh, no. 96-84 Warriors in the fourth quarter. All right, we'll just leave it on. Oh, fuck. Don't be such a bitch. It's not good. It's not good for me. Uh, not good for me. <laughs> uh, same. But don't they have to make a change on that, Dave? Taking my personal feelings towards Maffy out of it. Yes, it's embarrassing. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm all for go ahead and let it run out of New York. Just let the guys oh, in New York make the decisions. Take it out of uh, anyone that's afraid of you know someone like Manny Machado calling up and saying, hey, what the fuck? That's, uh, yeah. 100%. And look, Cam and Eddie used to do it all the time. 
We used to watch Cam need to leave the dugout and fucking call upstairs and fucking lose his shit. Take but, that air away. But I felt like, am I wrong? I felt like he was calling and making it, pushing it towards the right way. I don't remember. I just know fuck Caminiti got upset and had a call. And so I don't know I'm what a, direction he was going. I'm just saying, look, just take it out of the guy's hands. These guys are obviously afraid of the players. But again, you fuck Joe Musgrove is what happens. Yeah. Joe's like, dude, you guys see me go to Mexico City and have an ERA over 10? Yeah. How about fucking helping me out once in a while? But how you let a guy that wouldn't vote for the legit yeah. rookie of the year because nah, you don't ridiculous. let him. I mean, that. come on. Dude, it all matters. It, it's like that shit happened. I think it was in 95 when Albert Bell had 50 home runs and 50 doubles. Yeah. And they gave the MVP to Mo Vaughn because everyone liked Mo Vaughn, but nobody liked Albert Bell. Perfect. It happens all the time. These dipshits. Well, these fucking idiots. <laughs> fucking assholes. Hey, want to mention Brian Curry. We'll do a better job on this one than we did oh, last hang on. time. Let yes. me read you this quote because okay. I actually went and looked it up. This is John Maffey regarding Yasiel Puig. I went and looked this up because oh, wow. I sent it to you like pissed off. Maffey said he realized Puig would finish strongly in the voting. He said his third place vote was not about rejecting Puig, sure, but about rewarding uh, Jed Jerko. A second baseman hit 23 home runs and played great defense. Maybe Puig's antics were in the back of my mind, but I really think the guy deserved the third place vote. I just felt he deserved it, not that Puig did it. Jerko ended up getting two votes for third place. The other from Jack Magruder of Fox Sports Arizona. Great. Yeah, that's the guy we have making the call. And you go, what does it matter? It does matter. It's the way you're viewed. Yes. By other teams and other things. Trust me, the Kershaw thing is fine. And like we said, it's a 24-hour news cycle and people forget about it. But it's those kind of things when you have guys that, that are not qualified to sit in that spot. I don't care how much baseball, right, or that you played for Corky's Pest Control in the Escondido Little League. If you can't make what tough call, make the call. Okay, so here's my question for you. Speaking of that, Padres go to Dodger Stadium this weekend. Do the Dodgers take the high road and do nothing, or do the Dodgers say, you want to play dirty, we'll play Oh, dirty. they're going to put, if they get the chance, dude, the crying Seth Lugo memes going up. <laughs> to go after Seth, you don't think it's all Fernando? You don't think it's open season on Fernando? It was going to be on an open season it, on Fernando. What do you think? They were going to go up there? Welcome wagon? Yeah. You asshole? You know what's going on. You'll be sitting down here with those beady little eyes. Save the dancing, so- Fernando. It's not going to work. Soaking it all in. You fuck. <laughs> you fuck. Did you see, hey, did you see Mookie Betts in Milwaukee <laughs> today? No, what did he do? Mookie Betts, they, they put the Dodgers in some hotel in Milwaukee that's supposed to be haunted. Oh, yeah, I love that they did yeah. that. I love that. And Mookie Betts got the fuck out. He did? Yeah, he said, fuck this. Went and got his own Airbnb. And they're like, <laughs> what are you doing? And he says, look, I'm not going to say I believe in ghosts or I don't. But I'm not going to sit around here and find out. Getting the fuck out of this place. Dude, I, I, it's, I cannot believe I'm going to say this. Yeah. I I have, I always respected Kershaw, but his attitude the other night really upped that for me. Where I was like, that's pretty badass for him to say, hey, you don't like it, pitch better. Yeah. That was pretty cool. It's almost impossible for me to not like Mookie Betts. I love shit like that. Where you're just funny. like, yeah, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Who rented the Airbnb? He did. See he the said, flight? Yeah, he did. He says, I'm getting the fuck out. It, it's funny. I asked him, I asked Mud, I go, what does Orsillo think of Mookie? Because he was around him a dude, lot. He had to have loved him, right? And he, he said, he goes, dude, he's the best. And Don says he's just the best guy. Well, that's going. what he, he said did. about Xander Bogart. What the fuck is it, Don? I don't know. Maybe what are you both running guys for, Mayor? I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, Mookie and uh, Xander don't have a vote, okay? Mirror Orsillo. Holy fuck. 
going think, on with these guys? Do you think Gorsillo looks at sees what the Red Sox did every night when he's looking at scores? With his fucking Red Sox jammies on? Yeah. <laughs> do you think? You think he just calls a, a voodoo and just pokes pins in his little Dave O'Brien <laughs> doll? The Fister Hotel. That's it? Yeah. That's fun. Watch it over yeah, there, okay? of course. <laughs> okay? I'm just telling you, watch it. Okay, we don't need any of your sick jokes. Uh, yeah, that's it. Love it. And there's a story that Mookie read at the end. Dude, I don't know why that shit strikes yeah. me. I love that shit. Yeah, like, fuck this. Fuck this. Does he let any... Uh, yeah. I don't know why they always the thing do is it. He knows he was going to get called out for it, too. People are going to make it public. But he stayed there. I mean, they had him stayed there before with Boston, right? I don't know. I don't know how many times they went to to Milwaukee from Boston. Well, he's been there. He's been, been there the with league. the Dodgers. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Do they always stay at that one hotel? That's, I don't know. That's the thing, Dave. Like, it's every time. Like, if somebody comes to San Diego, yeah. they're not renting out the Whaley house. Here's what I thought was interesting, too. Supposedly, the story is that when the Dodgers were in San Diego last weekend, they didn't stay, like, downtown San Diego. Uh, yeah, where were they? They were, like, up in Carlsbad. At La Costa? Yeah, something like that. Like, they said a really nice hotel up North County. But it's just more of a bus drive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Connell Lodge? Right wonder- there next to Juanita's? <laughs> I don't think that was where they stayed. It's a good place. Good yeah. location. Right on 101. Go lose records. It. Go to Juanita's, get some rolled breakfast burrito. Fuck, man, the Dodgers do it right. <laughs> Two to a room. 27-inch TV, free HBO. Oh, my God, it's funny. Yeah, it's good. That's funny. All right, want to mention Brian Curry. <laughs> but, We're going to do better this time. We are. We are We're going to be better. Brian Curry, again, he's the one that sells real estate throughout San Diego that we talk about every single show because we think he's the best at it. And also, we've used him. We understand, man, when you get Brian Curry, you're going to get someone that's going to look out for you. He understands that basically treating the customer well will basically work into word-of-mouth advertising. That's the best you can have. Someone said I had a great experience. Someone who looked out for me. It didn't feel like it was money in his pocket first. And it isn't that way. That's what I got when I worked with Brian Curry. Again, Brian's the guy that knows San Diego County better than anyone else. If you're looking to sell your home, get the most for your home, Brian's the one you need to talk to. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Yeah, so many places you can live and so many different questions that come up. Uh, man, HOAs are just, they're the worst. Has anybody ever had a positive experience with an HOA member? No. No. Because they're all retired dipshits yep. that have nothing to do between episodes of Kelly Clarkson and Drew Barrymore than getting your fucking business. And they all need to be brought down a fucking peg. And guess who's going to do it? Brian Effin Curry. I don't know that, that for sure. middle initial starts with an F would be great. Friendly. Brian Floyd Curry. Floyd. He's going to go in, he's going to say, you know who this is? This is my new client. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> Guess what we're going to do, okay? My client's moving in. Your little bullshit ideas about parking, they end today. Your ideas about, hey, putting that sign up that everybody sees now, if you have active diarrhea, who, who, which, one <laughs> you, which one do you put that up in the pool? Huh? Which one? If you don't, if I know you didn't do it, so point at the one who did. This guy, little bald guy, those glasses, guess what? That's coming down. And you either find the needle nose pliers and cut it off, or we're going to use your front tooth and we're going to cut it off. You like that? Hey, client, you like that? I like that a lot. 
That's who Brian Curry is. He goes in, he does the heavy lifting. Yes. And when you go in, guess what's waiting for you? A goddamn fruit basket. Yeah. Right? Sherry's berries probably waiting for And these are all from your neighbors. This is yeah. from Brian. Brian doesn't need to buy your love. And maybe an active subscription to Vanity Fair. <laughs> your neighbors are going to be so thrilled you're there. No other real estate agents delivering what Brian delivers. I don't know he's delivering any of that. Could all be 100% bullshit. You may not get Vanity Fair, but you're going to get the best service in town. Right, Dave? <laughs> I'm dizzy. This is a three-minute commercial. What, whoa, I didn't know we were running a stopwatch talking about a Jesus. friend. You, you kind of went off the rails. I was just thinking about Brian going Wouldn't it be great if Brian just goes in, just starts rattling cages, just gets two fry pans, bang, 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 just walks into the HOA meeting. Guess who's here? <laughs> Dr. Brian F. And Curry. He doesn't do any of that. He's going to represent you in the most professional way. He just goes in. Tears Dude, I'm going to start doing that. I'm just going to start using my middle initial as F. Yeah, I Dave like F and Pallet. Yeah, I like it. Genius. He's going to have like the old Oklahoma jerseys. Remember yeah. the tearaways? Yeah. He's a, with the belly button thrown? No, you jerk. <laughs> BC, what's the matter like with like Brian Bosworth with the... Yeah. BC's pumping a little iron. Goes in, tears those sleeves off. Oh, okay, okay. We're taking the side down by the pool. Get that down. I never liked that anyways. Can you imagine every outfit he has? Is tear nothing away but sleeves? Tear away like sleeves. Like the rock? Nice dress pants, but has yeah. the belly button shown with the dress shirt. What no is matter with what. the belly button? Because in the 80s, everyone had the belly button. I don't know idea what that was. not in Menudo. <laughs> fuck's the matter with you? <laughs> he in like Brian Bosworth. He's not J-Lo. Oh, my God. Fuck. That's right. a, you want to fuck with a guy like that, though. You, no. you, the guy walks in a room like that. You go, that guy's fucking crazy, and you can't judge crazy. Brian, can you give us, Mr. Curry, give us a second. Parking committee is done. Done. You heard what Brian said. Brilliant idea. That's why he's won awards. No more parking committee. Give it a break, everybody. Tomorrow you're off. Thank you, Brian. Sherry's Berry's coming to you, too, wherever you want to deliver. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, Taylor May Pools. I can't yeah. wait for this right now. <laughs> Alan Taylor's your guy. Right. Taylor May Pools, the weather's fantastic. It's not turning back for a long time. Look, let's think about getting that pool in your backyard. Let's go for a great one. Let's go for the pool of your dreams and ask about available financing. Alan Taylor's standing by at Taylor May Pools, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. It's Mother's Day. Yes. Coming up on Sunday. Can you think of anything nicer what, what do you guys currently have planned? Well, we were going to take her to brunch at Denny's. Oh, really? So she get moons over Miami? Oh, boy. Mom will never feel better. Feel more loved. Damn, you're angry. Than that. <laughs> well, you know, we hadn't thought about it, but we were thinking about hitting that laundromat in the afternoon. Getting the rugs. Getting the slip covers washed. <laughs> Is that you going to wash all our slip covers? Yeah. I'll be great. The dog bed, the cat bed, outstanding, outstanding plan. You know what? This is what you're going to do. Your mom deserves a brand new pool. Yes. Because she's put up with all of you guys. That'd be a hell of a gift. Right? Yes. Listen, Dave, you're a dad. I'm a dad. BC's a dad. Yeah. Danny Williams, Flugs, all of us. We all know the same thing as a dad. 
we're pretty lucky. We're fortunate that we have great relationships with our kids, like Larry Thomas and, and all the guys in our league. Ask any dad the one simple question. The end of the day, who's always number one? Oh, number so one is, is always going to be mom. No, it should be. We love Alan Taylor. We yeah. know who's number one. It's Amy. Of course. Always has been. Yes. Remember when she brought lasagna here? Two of them. Yeah, that was, uh, that was nice. Now that's a rock star move. Only did it once. Well, because you never invited her back. Because well, you doors always open for lasagna. Yeah, just you and me. Dude, fine, fine. This is so good. Let's see if we can eat one tray in one show. No, I'm not. Doing it. It's so good. I don't. Between you and your forty ice cream sandwiches, but we'll get to that in a second. So we have to have a celebrity pool. Yeah. Now we did Lisa Ann two nights in a row because it was her birthday. Yeah. And uh, I had friends reach out and go, wow, that was that was pretty cool. I said, well, if you watch Lisa celebrate her birthday bouncing around that pool. Holy mackerel. A little hard for a lot of us to stay focused. Exactly. I'm like, that looks like a good time. So now it's just going to be the celebrity of your choice. Amy's like, what? <laughs> what? If I call up and say, Susan Anton. Done. Okay. Pull up the silhouette. Right? Pull up yes. the stencil. Yes. Susan Anton would be great. She was so tall. Yeah, crazy. She was like Dudley Moore. Wasn't she a Dudley Moore? That little drunk. <laughs> what the fuck's going on? That'd be like an Olympic-sized pool. Yeah, it would be. I tell you what, Dave, there's a lot of nights when I sit here in this chair and I wonder, is he ever going to say anything that's interesting? Goddamn, you just did. That Susan Hancock call was unbelievable. Thank you very much. I'm stunned. I don't have anything. It's Susan Anton TFN. I had not thought I heard forever. That was a brilliant call. God bless you. Uh, that's it. It can't be anybody but Susan Anton. Ah. What was she doing with that little dork? Right. Little hands. Weird. A weirdo. You think he when when they went out. Wherever they I'm went. I was trying to imagine them hooking up in the sack, going, what the fuck was going on there? Not much. A little freak show. <laughs> yeah. And she didn't <laughs> even have Twitter or Instagram. No. What's she doing? Watching soap? Past the time? Right. Watch remember uh, Casey Kasem was that tall drink of water, too. Remember was with that blonde girl? Yeah, but come on. You can't put Susan Anton no, no, in her. No, Susan Anton's a legend. Dude, she is. She's still alive. It has to be, right? She has to be. You think she's still perfect? <laughs> Dude, I hope so. Dude, I'm almost Dude, afraid I hope to you look her up. Yeah, I know. Me too. I'm afraid no. you're going to show me a wrecked picture of her. What did you just say? I just hope she's not wrecked. Susan Anton. She's like Lurch from the Adams Family. <laughs> fucking shut up. <laughs> Dave, she's 72. Is she really? 72 or 72? <laughs> shut up. Okay, now, look at this. Yeah. Dude, come on. That windblown hair? She looks pretty good. Okay, now, hang on. Dude, she looks great. Look at this. That's the pool right there. Yes, she looks great. That's the pool right there. That's the pool I want. You can buy that poster, Dave. I'm going to buy that for you. Twelve twenty-four. Where can we put that? Dude, I can't put any more of that shit in here. What am I going to do? You can't put How would I explain that? Say I bought it for your birthday. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Look at her with that little fucking half pint. 
Look, at he looks like he's foaming at the mouth. He was. Oh, no, that's just the, the <laughs> watermark for the photographer. Oh. And look at Liza in there. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Why doesn't she put Dudley Moore with Liza? Yeah. And then go back on the free agent market. Susan Anton should have been banging Wilt Chamberlain like everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what. How tall a, is she? Does it say how tall well, she let's is? Let's go back. That's a really well, good question. Dude, she's annexing Dudley Moore. She might as well have been 5'4". It's mm-hmm. tiny as fuck. Uh, let's see. Dudley Moore's overrated, too. Okay, she was married to Jack Stein. That guy? I don't know who the fuck Jack Stein Married is. in 75, divorced in 1980. Okay. And then she married Jeff Lester. Don't say it, you sick bastard. Okay. 1992. You know what you're thinking. Okay. Don't say it. Uh, let's. She was Miss California in 1969. She was runner-up for Miss America. So, again, she is 72 years old. And, uh, Dave, how tall do you think she is? I'm going to go 5'11". That's a perfect call. You probably looked her up before. You, yeah, 100%, sure. I wouldn't tell you. I don't know how that even entered my head. Dude, I like this question. What is Susan Anton know, known for? How about being perfect? Yeah. What is she known for? Fucking Dudley Moore? God, that's so sad. Was she in Cannonball Run? Yeah, Cannonball Run, too. <laughs> she was born in 1950. Really? Now, when people look her up, they often look up these people, too. Okay. Here, let me give you a couple of names. Catherine Bach. Yes, I've looked her up. Mary Lou Henner. Yes. Mary Ta- Lou Henner is one of those that is uh, more attractive than I remember when she was on Taxi. Yeah, Tara Buckman. I don't know who Tara Buckman is. Sean Weatherly. Dude, there's a name yeah. I haven't thought of in a thousand years. Uh, yeah, who I saw the other day. Who? Uh, Adrian Barbeau. How'd she look? Great. Really? Morgan Fairchild? Yep. Why, why are people looking up? Oh, because of movies. Uh, Anne Margaret, Barbara Bach, Jane Kennedy? Yeah. Man, none of them are Susan Anton. Was Barbara Bach the one that's married to Ringo Starr? Yeah. She was in... Uh, the Spy Who Loved Me, right? James yeah. Bond? They're smoking hot. Yeah. That's good. But Dave, goddamn, Dave. You brought your A game tonight, kid. I'm proud of you. There you go. Susan Anton pool. Okay. There we go. There, there we go. Okay. There we go. Hey, I want to mention Dan Williams. Dan Williams, of course, is the guy to help you out with your finances. That's why we always mention Dan. One of the smartest calls you can make is calling Dan Williams. He'll get you all set up, man. If you're one of those people that's freaking out about debt and also you're worried about money for the future, you got to call Dan now, 858-688-6813. It's 858-688-6813. Talk about retirement savings, a better way to make your life easier. But again, Dan, it's savewithdan.us, the Savology free app. Normally a $100 service. Dan has made it free for you. Make sure you give him a call. Yeah, finances are so incredibly important, and especially this time of year. Man, you know what's coming up? I mean, my kids are out of school June 1st. Wow. And so a lot of you are going to have that same thing where your kids are out. You start thinking about summer vacation or trying to do uh, anything you can to celebrate. Well, the only way you can do that is if um, your other bills are paid. We talked about the other day going to San Francisco, ironically, to see the A's play, then watch the Giants play. But when that bill comes due, you have to know that. The mortgage has been paid. The car payment's been paid. The auto registration's been paid, right? Medical yep. bills, anything else that you can think of. 
They've all been paid. It's it's the backbone to borrow smart, repay smart. And yes, it's nice to have the finances to be able to do things like a summer vacation. More importantly, we're trying to get you set up so you can buy your first home. And first home or your new home. Exactly. Could be your third, fourth, your fifth. Uh, but Dan can help you do it. Give him a call. Tom, we sent you 858-688-6813. Make sure you give Kyle Fluger a call when it comes to your website. Right now, you're looking to build a brand new website, fix the one that you have, or things just not working the way you thought they would. It's worth giving Kyle a call. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Yeah, having a website. I mean, Dave, so much of it, right? Because uh, I mentioned the other yeah. night going to the Spectrum in Irvine. So fun. But then what happens the next day? You're right back online trying to order this side. I'm yeah. ordering Mother's Day uh, gifts the other day. Just ordering. I e- did too. I bought everything off my, for off online for Mother's Day. Didn't right. Go and making sure that it gets here delivered in time. Yeah. Doing all those. Uh, doing the steps the guys do. We wait till the last minute. It's not like we didn't have Mother's Day a year ago. Yeah. Not like we don't think of these gifts in uh, March. Fuck that. Let's wait till Wednesday. And see what we can get. And and you know what? I don't care. She's worth it. I'll pay the $87 to have it fucking delivered here by Saturday. Dude, okay. I bought flowers today for my mother. Yeah. Dude, delivery is $27. Yeah. What the fuck? They know what's going on. Jesus Christ. They know what's going on. So, yeah, make sure you've taken the right steps. Yeah. Because, dude, don't let mom down. Right? No. You've been don't doing it your whole life, asshole. <laughs> Dave just pointed out that's your second. God damn! Look at you go. <laughs> Dave just said what all of us have been thinking. Not about us, about you. Oh, no, not about you, Dave. I'm just talking about the people listen. I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. Any of you that can hear this right now, there's a few of you that can go. I don't think that applies to me. Okay, <laughs> okay, sure. You've probably let mom down a lot. Yeah, the lot. How far how far down the rabbit hole do we have to go with your decisions? Come on. We got an open chair right here. Come sit in here. We'll ask you three questions. And we'll be like, that's it. That's where it happened. Uh, so, yeah. Make sure you get her something nice. Do something nice. Yeah. Be nice if you could shop local. But if work or schedule doesn't allow you. And if your website is not allowing people to do it correctly, then Cal Fluger is your guy. Absolutely. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going to go May 13th. Okay. We're going to go two people first that aren't with us and then two that are still with us. Speaking of not with us, what the fuck's going on with Jamie Foxx? Dude, I was going to bring that up tonight. Um, I have no idea. I'm not being a smartass. I have no idea. I saw the story tonight. Now, I don't know what the source is, but the source said tonight, and it's all over the place, that the family's preparing for the worst. What the fuck happened? Oh. I don't know, Dave, if it was... You can understand, right? Yeah. The family. I mean, I've been saying this for a few weeks now. Start praying for Jamie Foxx. Right. And so you see a bunch of different things and and different potential yeah. things. Dave, I don't know if it was a stroke or a heart attack oh, or, no. or whatever the case may be. I was thinking this. I'm so glad you mentioned Jamie Foxx. It would have bothered me if, if I started driving home and we hadn't done that. He is probably, I mean, there's so many different boxes that he checks Dude, he's, for yeah. me. Yeah, he's like the most talented guy going at him and Timberlake. And maybe the most likable. Yeah. Right? And I I I am hard pressed. I always talk about <clears throat> how much I love Mission Impossible movies yeah. or Tom Cruise movies. Dude, those are great, but no offense to Tom Cruise. Jamie Foxx to me 
eclipses that. He he is number one for being so talented. Yeah. And when he goes in, like I used to love when he would go sit in with Stern and do these two hour interviews and just talk. And when he was on Letterman, there's a great clip that a lot of people are putting out tonight of he and Denzel. Oh. And it's it's funny where he's he's doing Denzel right back at him. And it's so good. And man, that story really has bothered me. I like it feels like a family member, yeah. right? Don't we all feel that way? And and when you find out so many different things about him that are pretty fascinating, high school football, because remember they wanted Diddy yeah. to be in any given Sunday. That's right. And Diddy couldn't throw the football. Yeah. And Oliver Stone didn't really like it. And he does a spot on Oliver Stone and Al Pacino impression. But because Jamie Foxx had played football in high school, yeah. he was able to get that role. And then because he his grandmother had him learn to play piano when he was a little kid, yeah. he got the Ray Charles role. Who was outstanding in that. Right. Yeah. And, and you watch those clips of him and Ray Charles as he's kind of trying to audition and playing the piano and yeah. getting coached. And, and Rachel's kind of getting on him a little bit. But then you hear these stories, like the one that always is kind of cool is the one about uh, Ed Sheeran. And Ed Sheeran tells this story that when he came to L.A., he was staying at Jamie Foxx's house. Yeah, that's right. Be- because Fox told this story on Stern, that he would have these parties and it would be like new music night. And he said it was all kind of people that looked like him. And he said, here comes Ed Sheeran. Yeah. And all of his friends start busting his balls. Who the fuck is this guy? Who's this ginger? <laughs> and he said, shut the fuck up and watch him go. And he said, Ed Sheeran went up and, and tore the roof down. Yeah. And they both talked about that. And, and I mean, Ed Sheeran's a pretty talented guy. He, yeah. he would have figured something out. But he gives full credit to Jamie Foxx. He was cool. on Stern today. And I was wondering if they talked about it at oh, all. Sure. I didn't hear it. But, yeah, man. Uh, dude, I don't know, Dave. He's absolutely at the top of my list for just oh, when he did Most wanda people dude when he did wanda yeah on in living color yeah like when jim carrey did the female bodybuilder <laughs> and he was spitting tobacco in the trophy and then when jamie fox was doing wanda and tyson and all that sh- dude that is like different level laughing absolutely. right absolutely yeah man all the best to him wow love that guy all right, how are they? How much are they worth? We're going to start off with George Carlin. George Carlin's no longer with us. No, May thirteenth again is the date we're doing. I think he would have been. I'm going to say eighty six. Exactly right. How about that? Look at me. Let's say fifty million. It says ten million dollars. Fuck no, he had more than that. All right. You say that every time you're wrong. Well, I don't know where you get your fucking numbers from. I don't know. How much is George Carlin worth? And that's the number that comes up. I don't know yeah. if I fucking tell you. Pretty Jesus. big star. Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> Hold. Shit. I'll say she would have been. You know what's funny about girls like this, by the way? Uh-huh. You know? Because th- these are all women, like, before our time. But you always heard about, like, Frank Sinatra banging her. Yeah. And you're like... And then you find out these girls banged a lot of guys. Yeah. Like, you're like, how the hell did that happen back in the day? You like yeah. the, the rumor Nancy was. Nancy Reagan? Jesus. Yeah. Everyone seems to know about Nancy Reagan. Yeah. But you, I sit, do. you sit there and you <clears throat> listen to like Catherine Hepburn or whoever else. And you're like, God dang, man. They, they fucked Alley everybody. Cat. Yeah. Marilyn Monroe fucked everybody. Is that right? Who'd well, have thunk it? I don't know, but I heard some stories. Wow. 
AJ Benza. AJ Benza. Where the fuck is AJ Benza? I don't know. We gotta figure that out before the next show. All right, we'll we'll get on it. Sure, we will. We'll forget in two minutes. Exactly. Catherine Hepburn, hundred and three, hundred and sixteen. Shit. Uh, Four million. Thirty million. Okay, come on. Okay, what do you want me to say? That's what it says. Just say you're making these numbers up. All right, your favorite Baldwin brother, Stephen Baldwin. I hate, I hate all the ball. I'm not, I'm, I didn't dislike Alec. I just can't stand all the other Baldwins. Uh, Stephen Baldwin was great in eight seconds with the late, great Luke Perry. The was rodeo really? movie. Yeah, that, movie. that movie's great. Stephen Baldwin is 57. Exactly right, weirdo. <laughs> Fucking and he's Jesus worth, Christ. He's worth $2,500. <laughs> Close. He's only $1 million. One million. One million. How's he worth a million? Like every house in California is worth more than a million, but this fucking guy's only worth the one million. Yeah. Jesus. Is he another one of those guys like Willie Ames that just went all tats? Yeah, probably. I think Willie found Jesus, though. Oh, that's good. I think he's super religious in the middle of the country. Well, that's good. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, Emilio Estevez. Hmm. 61. Exactly. What the fuck's going on tonight? The only one you missed was, was Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> right. Uh, I think he made a little money. I'll say $9 million. It says $18 million. All right, that's good. Probably those Mighty Duck movies. Is $18 million successful when you're, yeah, of course. your brother fucking is a huge star with millions and your well, does, dad? Does Charlie still have that money? I, I don't know. I mean, he has to be making a shitload of reruns, right? Oh, that's true. Two that's and a half points on all the fucking time. Yeah. All right, here we go. Five random questions. Okay. Ready? If yeah, you ready. didn't work as a broadcaster or at Upper Deck, what would your dream job be? Oh, I like that. I like that. What would my dream job be? Uh, fuck, that's really good, Dave. I have to be something in sports. Yeah, it has to be sports, right? Yeah. I mean, as much as I said, if I did like it over be, again, I would have been a teacher, but no, no, that's not my dream job. I'd like to be the Grand Wizard, like a WWE. Wait, wait. Jeez, let's clear things up. The Grand Wizard is the WWE manager. Okay, that's fine. Not the, not, not, no, not the KKK no, no. leader? No, I gotta, I'll show you. No. <laughs> Jesus no. Christ. Jesus Christ. I'm like, let's clean everything no. up really quick. You got to see this guy, Dave. This guy was the funniest dude ever. Jesus. Oh, yeah, better type in. WWE. Yeah, let's not do that. Yeah, let's type in. Look at this guy right here. David Duke, you're getting messages and shit. No, no, no. Ernie Roth is his name. Look at this guy. Can't you see this being me? 100% I could see you. Yes. That's me. Yeah, I could see you as one of those guys. Easily. Yeah. How fun would that be? Me and who would I be managing? Pete. Me and Coronado Pete. That'd be me yelling at what the fuck is going to happen to you. Uh, when Pete gets a hold of you at I the, love it. At the uh, Fargo War Memorial. Like it. Yeah, but that was Fargo his... Fargo War Memorial. <laughs> right? What's the deal with all these buildings being the War Memorial? <laughs> it's always a War Memorial. Erwin uh, Ernie Roth, known by the ring names, the Grand Wizard of Wrestling. Sorry, I didn't say the rest. Yeah. I'd like to be the Grand Wizard of Wrestling. Yeah. Sadly, he died in 1983. Okay. But yeah, that would that's who I would like to be. All right. He's only go. five seven. Is that right? Yeah. How much is he worth? <laughs> okay, here we go. What are you embarrassed to say you aren't good at? Oh, that's great. 
Uh, oh, that's really good. Um, what am I not embarrassed? Yeah, I'll, fuck, I'll, I can fucking do that easily. Well, what was your dream job if it wasn't? It would be working in sports. It'd be. I'd love to work for a major league baseball team. I think. Yeah, that would be my dream job. It was funny the other day. I figured out the job we could do. We'll circle back to one and then come back to two. My kid was losing his shit because we're at Anaheim. Yeah. And the guy dragging the infield is like driving figure eights and just fucking everything up. Was he fucking it up? Hey, he looked like he won a contest and he was drunk. Jack was losing his mind. How did Jack want it done? Smooth. Oh, did, did it didn't look Jack like he was going to When Jack was little, man, we'd go to Gulls games or Kings yeah. games. And he just wanted to watch that Zamboni all day. He loved it. Dude, I'd buy him little Zambonis. He'd Zamboni the coffee table. All that shit. He did till he was 14. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, this guy this guy didn't have any clue. Yeah. And I remember being that Are you age. sure he didn't know what he was doing? Dave, it was a disaster. Okay. He was all over the place. Oh, my God. Now, maybe they came back out later and we weren't paying attention. Maybe they came back out yeah, later. you want to move it. the dirt around. You want it to be smooth. But you don't do it just straight straight lines like the guys that take the in-between innings. There yeah. are three guys that just go straight across. No, this guy didn't know what he was okay. doing. He was all over the place. That's fine. Um, That's one of those things I always pay attention to. Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, I always do it. Like I, I don't ever get to see the guys at Petco do it, but I've been like Dodger Stadium. I'll do it exactly the way they do at Dodger Stadium. Same and thing? It, it's basically a circle, then a bigger circle, then you, just, yeah. you keep going back to the – and it can, might, might look like a figure eight, but – that's not the either way it comes out great. It's comes like the Zamboni. Great. Yeah. Um what would you have no problem you could admit you're terrible at? Dude, okay. Two things that embarrassed by. I should be at this age. Number one, I've never used a grill. Ah, uh, yeah, that's horrendous. Yeah. I've never made a steak. I've never made a, I've never made a chicken. Dave. I've never made anything. Okay. Hot dogs, boiled hot dogs. I may I can make pasta, boiled pasta. Dude, I don't cook for shit. I have a wife that cooks all the time, but I never cooked. So, yeah, no shit. If she went before me, I'd be completely fucked. Um, if you started grilling, you'd never stop. I would, I would like to think so. I yeah, think if I put a TV out on the grill like yeah. like most people do, I think I would, uh, I'd probably be out there more. But I don't. I've never cooked shit. Never made rice. Nothing. What? Dude, I'm telling you. Nothing. I graduated when I said, high school. Dude, I've never made a damn thing ever. So uh, eggs. Oh, but that's about it. But okay, so that I'm cooking is is obviously I'm deficient. <laughs> yeah, and, oh, I got a great one too. And the other one is I can't fix shit. Like if oh. it, and I wish I could. I mean, yeah. honestly, God, I don't. I can't fix shit. I have probably four smoke alarm detectors just hanging from the ceiling right now with no battery in them because I can't figure out how to put the gutting battery in without the thing blaring in my ear and stopping it. That I can do. I can grill. Yep, I know you can. But I cannot fucking parallel park for shit. I'll just... I can parallel park, okay. I'll just park nine blocks away. Fuck it, we'll walk. <laughs> it's a nice day. The rain will feel good. I can't park that fucking truck of mine at all. Yeah. It's ridiculous, dude. I'm over the line all the time. Let me see what else. I can't drive a stick, but I can ride a motorcycle. Oh, so I can drive a stick. Can't ride a motorcycle. Yeah, it's never the same theory. To I never tried to drive a motorcycle, but I can drive a stick, no problem. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably... That's funny, so... Yeah, I don't know. It's probably well. Have, you don't need to drive a stick anymore. What are you fucking going to Indianapolis 500 this yeah. year? What the hell are you doing? No one's driving a stick anymore. I know, but it's the same theory with the clutch. Yeah, yeah. the same thing. And rode motorcycles forever. Motorcycles are with your hands, though, right? With the clutch. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's still that the same thing. Your feet. I don't know. I got it, but it's just yeah. one down, four up for motorcycles. Yeah, you say that all these years. I have no idea what the fuck that means. So when you come in, you're coming out of neutral. Yeah. Okay. And your gear is on the left. So you pull in the clutch, and you're from neutral, you're going down. So that's the one down. You're From neutral, okay. you're pushing down, and that's putting you into first gear. So as you're now driving down the street and you're going, it's just like just like the car. You can feel yeah, it's when it's big. starting to go. So now the clutch is coming back in, and now you're going up. And it's just your, your left toes are bringing it up. So it's one down to get to first gear, but then the clutch is coming back in, and now you start coming up. So you're coming up for two, you're coming up for three, you're coming up for four. Do you have to downshift every time you're trying to brake? Yeah. You do? What if you don't have time to downshift? No, you better figure it out. A little thing called road rash. That sounds like Jimmy Bettencourt. <laughs> Pretty good. I'll think. Uh, no, it's just, it's all, it's really funny. And it, I'm sure it's just like that. It's just all a timing thing. It becomes, you don't even realize you're doing it. Yeah. I it's, got you. Yeah, you just get in the habit of doing it. But then, yeah, turns, rain, everything. But, man, my favorite stretch ever is... Anybody knows 101 Carlsbad, like right by where I work. Right down 101 from just south of Carlsbad Village. Yeah. Kind of right there where Vigilucci's is now, where the old sandbar is. Man, you could take that 101 stretch from there to La Costa Avenue. And, dude, that Nighthawk 750 I had. Oh, every time I'm like, I'm going to blow this engine out of the bike right now. <laughs> But, I mean, you could go, like, 85 and just fly. It was so fun. That was my favorite stretch. Cause, really? Yeah, I mean, the Top Gun thing is funny. I know that road. We used to, buddies of mine and I used to ride that because he's riding the motorcycle. It's right by Miramar. Just fine. But if they were smart, they taped that scene with her right in Oceanside. If they'd come south, he could have done it, but I guess makes more sense to be by the fighter planes. All right, here we go. Okay. Um, if you could fix one problem in this city, what would it be? Oh, that's... Uh, can you imagine if I was just like the potholes? Uh, right? <laughs> like every other mayor? Yeah. Yeah. Or if I was like, you know what, everybody? I'm going to make sure everybody's got their mail by 1 p.m. Just ignore things like the homeless. A homeless would have to be number one. I'm with you, 100%. Heartbreaking, man. Heartbreaking and, and dangerous. A lot of different ways to describe it, but that would be number one. I'm with you. If you could fix one problem in the United States, what would it be? Oh, I like that. Um, I'd say the same thing. I mean, it feels like everywhere we go, right? I mean, you go to L.A., go to... Yeah, the homeless problem in San Diego. I mean, I'll be honest. If I was homeless, I'd be in San Diego, too. I like. But, I never understood the homeless in San Francisco. It's fucking freezing. Dave, I I go to Canada. Yeah, and it's cold. And dude, there's people, man, Is that right? sleeping. I told you in New York, they take them off the street. Yeah, they try to do there yeah. too. But but what they tell you, and we've heard this down here from our friends at Alpha Project and others. Sometimes people don't want to do it because if they're having mental health issues, yeah. they're afraid that where they're being taken. Right, we always are like, well, why don't they go in there? Because they're not of the same mindset yeah. that we're of. And they're afraid if there's schizophrenic or something else going on. It's what Bob McElroy and his team will tell you all the time is that, yeah, you say, hey, come on, we've got a roof and we've got food and we've got a blanket for you. And 
whatever is going on in the mind. I mean, when you drive by and you, you can drive any community, but where I'm at in, in Encinitas, I see it all the time yeah. where you're driving. And last night I'm driving to go get air in my tire. There's a guy right out in front of like the, the Callaway building. And he's out there just screaming really? at the, at the clouds. Dude, we're in, there's nobody, there's no residential area. Yeah. You're only on Faraday if you're going to work or Rutherford. And I mean, yeah, if you try to tell that guy, hey, we're taking you somewhere, he's gonna think you're you're yeah. setting him up. No kidding. Yeah, absolutely. Did um all right, here we go. For me, by the way, it would be in the United States, it would be the gun issue. There, oh, there has dude. to be a better way. They gotta do men some they gotta do better fucking it's, checks on people who are giving guns to. I'm sorry, man. Dave, I have a bunch of buddies of mine who own guns and they'll tell me straight out, dude, it was harder. To get a scuba license, who, to get certified for scuba, then to fucking get a gun. Who just said yesterday, we saw, and, and I kind of lost track, there was so much going on. We're on this group chat for our fantasy football league, and uh, uh, yesterday, right in San Marcos, somebody, I think, in our group um, had a kid over in that area. Yeah. Right by the baseball park. Oh, dude, that was insane. That, that video was insane in San Marcos. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Was so, it Bob? Uh, I'm trying to see. By the way, I give credit to those people that ran on the field, took those kids, the ones that did it. And you watched the video, right? No, I haven't seen okay. it. First of all, the kid that's batting, fucking fuck this bat. I'm not going to need it. He, he drops that bat and fucking gone. But you know, it's one of those videos that. You know, you could come off really bad. Like, if you're an adult, you just say, yeah. fuck it, and you hightail it, and you don't look out for any of the kids. But the adults in the video that are grabbing as many kids as they can, good for them. Uh, thankfully, nobody from our group was yeah. there. But that's 10 minutes from where I worked. Dude, bullets went right between these kids playing first and second base. Unbelievable. And that's that's a pretty mellow Amazing. part of San Diego. One of the craziest videos and I've it, ever seen. And it's where our friend Bob Hunt, his yeah. son Dean the Machine, yeah. rides his bike home. Damn. A couple hours earlier. So it's ridiculous. No, that that absolutely is a great one. All right. If you last question. If you could lose one of your five senses, which one would it be? Um, dude. Okay. I've already lost one, so I already know which one it is. Hearing? No, my hearing is probably going, but it's my fucking I can have zero sense of smell. Almost zero. I probably ninety percent of smell is gone since I got COVID in January twenty twenty one. Yeah, that's probably the one, yeah. right? I mean, I honestly, I can't smell hardly anything. People always say you smell that. I don't. I can't smell a skunk if it was in this room. Oh, but I'm telling you, at the same, <laughs> at the same yeah. time, I, I food doesn't taste as good. No, of course not. But otherwise, um, dude, it's not that big of a deal. To be honest with you. Yeah, because you won't want to lose your sight. Never. Yeah, that'd be your the worst. hearing. Yeah. Uh, your touch. Touch. Yeah. Uh, could you imagine? Dude, you've been burning yourself all the time. So let me tell you about today. You just put your hand on the hot stove. On, on your car? Just leaning against the car when it's 110 degrees out? Yeah. Hey, what is that smell? Oh, it's my flesh burning. Yeah. What do you mean, what does that smell? Someone else would say that. Right? Oh, no, I guess it wouldn't yeah, be you. Lost you, your you sense sorry, of touch. your touch. Yeah. You'd be going, what is that? That's your skin. Oh, you yeah. slept on the car. Oh, yeah. That'd be a bad one. Yeah, I think that's the one. Yeah. I think you, you pegged it. Uh, shows, is that the last one? That's it. Dude, on, remind me on Sunday. <laughs> We've got an hour and 40 already. I know. We'll get out of here. But we got to bring up that Matt Arise's story. Yes. On Sunday. Okay. 
That, that to me, we, we got to bring that story up. So we'll try to remember that. Uh, but yeah, for everybody, I don't know. Are we going to, we're going to be here Sunday night? I could do a show Sunday night. I know it's <laughs> great. I, are we? I know it's, it's Mother's Day. Well, we're celebrating Mother's Day like at 12 o'clock in the okay. afternoon. So, so we may, it. we may go late, but we'll definitely be here Sunday night. Okay. Cause I got friends in town Monday, Tuesday okay. next week. So if we can, that would be good. So, but for all the moms out there, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, especially the moms that support this show have supported Dave, have supported me. Uh, we love you guys very much. So we hope you have a wonderful day and are celebrated the way you deserve on Sunday. And then we'll see you here Sunday night. Yeah. And for me, I'll say for all the moms who lost a child. Oh, my God. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Tough day. We know we uh, know we love you and we'll uh, look forward to seeing you all soon. Absolutely. Sneaky backstreet door, I laugh so hard.